Hello to you and welcome to Coin Market Recap on Thursday, the 1st of September. I'm Connor Sefton with Coin Market Cap's easy to understand look at the top crypto stories. Today, Michael Saylor's accused of failing to pay millions of dollars in income tax. We'll find out what the court filings say. Kyle Roche withdraws from class action lawsuits against major crypto companies days after embarrassing, secretly recorded videos of him were published. And OpenSea becomes the latest crypto company to support Ethereum's proof-of-stake blockchain as the merge nears. Give our show a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts, and you can get in touch with me on Twitter as well. I'm at Connor Sefton. Coin Market Recap. Bitcoin spent most of Thursday morning below $20,000, down 1.5% on the day. At the time we're recording this, it's trading at $20,011. But to our top story today, a Michael Saylor's being sued for tax fraud. MicroStrategy's executive chairman has lived in Washington, D.C. since 2005, but he's allegedly never paid income tax. Officials claim he's avoided paying $25 million by claiming he lives in Florida, a state that doesn't have personal income taxes. MicroStrategies also being sued amid allegations it actively conspired with Saylor by filing inaccurate tax forms. Saylor could face substantial penalties if he loses the lawsuit, and given how courts in D.C. can award treble damages, the final bill could be more than $100 million. Allegations of tax evasion were initially made by whistleblowers, and recently updated laws mean they could receive up to 30% of any funds that are recovered. It's alleged Saylor didn't file a single income tax return between 2005 and 2021, and openly bragged about what he was doing. It's claimed he told friends they were fools if they didn't do the same. A court filing says that, given how he's a highly educated, sophisticated businessman and a billionaire, Saylor would have known that living in DC meant he was obliged to pay these taxes. Well, the court filings are colourful, to say the least. For tax purposes, you count as a resident if you live in DC for more than 183 days a year. And the whistleblowers claim Sailor's left a trail of information that proves he spent the majority of his time there. His preference for flying in MicroStrategy's private jet means flight records show exactly when he left DC and when he returned. Sailor held frequent open bar parties at some of the city's finest hotels, and they were regularly covered by local newspapers. His social media posts, where he described a luxury penthouse in Georgetown as his home, are tagged in D.C., It's alleged he was physically present in Washington for 251 days in 2019 and spent just 28 days in Florida. Whistleblowers claim Saylor found DC irresistible because of its proximity to power, affluence and women, and points to a local TV report from 1999 that called him the city's most eligible bachelor. And the court filing also uses past interviews against him, including one where he suggested Bitcoin is an ideal tool for evading taxes. And at the end of the day, you can tell everybody go fuck themselves. You can put it in your head, memorize the freaking key, right? And it's here. 
And then, you know, the classic Bitcoiner response is, oh, yeah, my Bitcoin, uh, I lost it in a boating accident. You ever heard that phrase? It's, it's kind of a trope, but what it means is at the end of the day, if you push me too far, I lost it. It's gone. Sorry. Tax right. that. Michael Saylor's yet to respond to the allegations with MicroStrategy share price falling on Wednesday as investors digested the news. Other news today now, and a high-profile crypto lawyer accused of having a secret pact with a blockchain company has withdrawn from a number of class action lawsuits. Secretly recorded videos of Kyle Roche were published by CryptoLeaks. They show him boasting that he sues half the companies in the industry, and in another, he describes juries as 10 idiots. A CryptoLeaks investigation had claimed that his law firm, Roche Friedman, was working with Avalabs to attack rivals and harm the crypto industry. Carl Roche has now withdrawn his name from cases brought against Tether, Bitfinex, the Tron Foundation and the company that runs BitMEX, with court filings revealing that the lawyer is no longer involved in Roche Friedman's class action practice. However, the cases are still expected to go ahead. Earlier this week, Roche had said the CryptoLeaks report had contained illegally obtained and highly edited video clips and claimed he was victim of a deliberate scheme to intoxicate and exploit him. And OpenSea's become the latest big crypto business to throw its support behind the merge. The world's biggest NFT marketplace says it will only support non-fungible tokens based on Ethereum's new proof-of-stake blockchain. It comes as a small number of miners threaten to fork the network and create an alternative form of ETH that continues to be based on a proof-of-work blockchain. In a statement on Twitter, OpenSea warned forked NFTs won't be supported Supported or reflected on its website. It also says it's preparing for a smooth transition to proof of stake in the middle of September, and no major issues are anticipated. Tether and Circle, the two biggest stablecoin issuers, have also said they'll be solely supporting the upgraded proof of stake chain. That is it for today's Coin Market Recap. Please do leave us a review if you've enjoyed today's episode. There's plenty more crypto news and features on our website over at coinmarketcap.com/alexandria. I'm Connor Sefton. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with more news tomorrow. Bye bye for now. <laughs>